Welcome to the program. Uh, our sponsor is uh, The Best of Enemies. I'm very excited about this movie. It comes out April 5th, which is, jeez, is that this week? Yeah, April 5th. That's tomorrow. Oh, wow. The Best of Enemies is out. We're, we're, this is a great story. Uh, C.P. Ellis and Ann Atwater, they were uh, kind of from the other side of the tracks, would you say, Glenn? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I, you need to get farther. Yeah. You, you have a civil rights activist and the grand cyclops of the KKK. They might disagree on a few things. Yeah, they yeah. weren't. I don't think they loved each other at the no. beginning, uh, mm-hmm. but they were able to actually somehow come together. It's a story. I mean, if you think today is divisive, imagine going through this. Uh, it's the best of enemies. Uh, it is out in theaters tomorrow, so you should definitely go see this. It has Taraji Henson in it, and it has uh, Sam Rockwell in it. Uh, Love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, a big one. The best of enemies movie is where you see the trailer and learn more about these remarkable people who did remarkable things. It's tomorrow, April 5th, the best of enemies dot movie. Mm. Gee, your hair smells terrific. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. You know, there's a lot of people who would say, you know, Joe Biden is creepy. And we should talk about that. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, but we've all known that for a very long time. It's like, yes, Michael Jackson has an amusement park. I don't know. What do you think it says? Um, I think it would be better to talk about the the firing in the Ukraine. We have a special coming up next week on Joe Biden and his scandals and what really people should be talking about. And next hour... We have a guest that is uncovering one of these scandals, and it is pretty bad. Joe Biden is where we begin next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, imagine I spent the first few minutes of the show sharing my driver's license number, all my financial information and social security number, and I just gave them all out. Now, by the way, here's my PIN number. That'd be crazy, right? But when you're connected to Wi-Fi, public Wi-Fi, even if it's password protected, that's almost exactly what you're doing. You're exposing all of your private information that can be used by cyber criminals. This is why you need Norton Secure VPN. A VPN is a is a private server. So you log on, but then you're not using your laptop. It's going over to, I don't know, like Sweden. And you're using somebody else's computer and they're using others and you're onto this network where no one knows who who you are because all of the servers are all over the world. So you can't ever really be hacked into because nobody can follow you. This is really, really good for your personal security, for all of your information. Norton Secure VPN. It, uh, it'll never allow, allow anyone to log your online activity. Uh, and uh, app usage. This is a private network. So get a Norton Secure VPN as soon as possible. Here's what you do. You go over to Norton.com slash VPN. Norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at 333 a month. It's Norton.com slash VPN. Okay, so while everybody is uh, concentrating on uh, Joe Biden, um, and he's, well, would you call it an apology, Stu? Uh, I mean, no, I wouldn't say it was an apology. Mm. I mean, first of all, he didn't say you're sorry, not Mm. required in in an apology, by the way. Uh, But, you know, it's an expression of regret, so I think you could get 
there's some level of apology mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's more of, you know, look, you guys changed the rules and I now realize you've changed the rules and I will change to reflect that. Uh, we actually have what this rules? statement. Wait, what rules? The rules I mean, of unless human interaction, in, I guess. Uh, no, the rules have never been like that. I mean, unless you're John Wayne Gacy. I mean, really, <laughs> seriously, what are the rules? That That's like, those are like, I think that guy's a pedophile. In 1965, to, you know, to 2025. That's pretty clear. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's actually true. I will say that, you know, there's been a lot of study on uh, who is offended by such things, such mm-hmm. creepy Joe Biden actions over mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me to be largely some sort of generational gap in which they everyone who seems to be interviewed, who's a Democrat and is, you know, campaigned with Joe Biden or been at rallies with him. Yeah, the the older generation seems to really like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like there's people, one of the women who came out, now there's seven, by the way, who've come out and said, hey, Joe Biden made me feel uncomfortable. One of the women specifically said after it happened, everyone started coming up to me and saying, oh, you're so lucky. And I thought to myself, wow, should I think of myself as lucky and not offended? Which I don't even, under, I don't even understand the thought process that goes into that. I mean... <laughs> If you felt creepy, creeped out about it, why are you second guessing and thinking you might be lucky? Uh, I don't understand it. But the point there is that everyone around her did not seem like it was offended to the fact that she's got a bunch of attention from the vice president of the United States. People were thinking it was kind of great. And the funny thing about this is, and I think it's very central to this whole incident. The first thing you have to remember is absolutely no one on the Democratic side actually cares about any of this. Nope. Not one little bit. None of them think it's bad. None of them care, including, I would say, the women who actually are coming forward. Now, yes, they may have been offended, but watch how little they care about those incidents if he wins the nomination. They'll all be out there being like, you know what? I mean, it did make me feel upset at the time, but I think he's changed. And I honestly, he's a really good guy. I've learned over the past few months about what a great guy this guy is, and I support him, and that's why I'm I'm campaigning for him as for president. The timing of this coming out is just ridiculous yeah it's, it's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous this has been an issue for a very long time we've talked about it you know before this is solely an issue being used for politics because at this very moment they think they can get someone who's more socialist than than, than him to be president if they believe the two choices are joe biden and donald trump the most socialist person they're going to be able to find is joe biden and then they will love him and they will only be critical of whatever they think donald trump did and they will hammer anyone who comes out against him of course i mean it's so transparent Mm -hmm. so it's hard to take any of this seriously the here's the here's the sort of uh underlying issue here for biden when it comes to the story Mm -hmm. joe biden's strength as a campaigner is very closely related to what we're calling creepy which is he comes out he shakes everybody's hands he gives everybody hugs he doesn't put every his hands on a sh- on the shoulder of everybody he doesn't kiss everybody's head right. but he, he doesn't is, do it if it's a man or a boy well he says he does do it sometimes as a with a man he says that in a statement he's come up to a man and smelled the back of his head uh, he does allude to that he doesn't specifically say it i've never seen that before it's possible though. i'd like to see the video but footage if, of that. if you're joe biden and your strength is walking around some iowa firehouse and shaking hands and kissing babies, which is yeah. what everyone used to call it. I don't mm-hmm. think you can call it that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if he can no longer do that, because if he has one moment that looks creepy, it's going to be a national news story every time now. Mm-hmm. So that you've taken his strength away from him for this entire primary, which, of course, is the secondary part of this. Number one is get him out of the race. Hopefully this turns into a big thing so we can win because we're socialists. Number two is if he's going to be in the race, at least the things that give him a, an advantage over us, we're going to be able to take away. I feel somewhat like remember that scene with the uh, with the emperor where Luke has all this, you know, gusto like, oh, yeah, my friends are coming. And the emperor just goes, oh, you think that your friends will save you. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like that. It's mm. kind of like, oh, at least we got Biden. Oh, <laughs> you think that Biden will save you? <laughs> he will not. He I don't will think. not. I, He's going to try, though. And uh, Jolton Joe had a statement that came out yesterday. Um, and this is it's a, it was made on a phone. So the audio is not fantastic. Uh, but we let's listen to it and we can translate if needed. In my career, I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility, I think. I shake hands. I hug people. I, I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And, and, uh, and whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. And over the years, knowing what I've been through, the things that I've faced, I've found that scores, if not hundreds of people have come up to me and reached out for solace and comfort, something, something, anything that may help them get through the tragedy they're going through. And, and, uh, and, and so I, it's just, just who I am. Social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. I get it. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. My responsibility, and I'll meet it. But I'll always believe governing, quite frankly, life for that matter, is about connecting, about connecting with people. I've worked my whole life to empower women. I've worked my whole life to prevent abuse. I've written, and, and so the idea that I can't adjust to the fact that personal space is important, more important than it's ever been, is, is, is just not thinkable. I will. Where's his good wife, Jill, on this? His beautiful, lovely, talented, good wife, Jill. I mean, that would help a lot. And because he always talks about Jill. And and quite honestly, if I were doing these videos, uh, you know, and I had been hugging people and you saw these kids like, oh, this is creepy. My wife would say to me, would you stop doing that? Oh, honey, I just love it. I just love these kids. I know, but it looks creepy. Stop it. Stop it. I know. I know. You got love in your heart and everything else, but stop it. Yeah. She's never said that to him. And and where is she just going, you know, not just stepping up and just going, you know what? My husband is like this. I've talked to him about it before. He's just like this, but he is a loving guy. You know how much ground he could gain? He could shut it down. Where is his good wife, Jill? Now, I mean, maybe maybe he doesn't ever want to include her in this because, you know, whatever. But it just seems strange because I know uh, my wife, your life would, too. Lisa would, too. Mm-hmm. If you were seen in these videos, because you watch these videos and a lot of them are very uncomfortable and you watch them. And if you knew, I mean, Lisa knows you. You're not a creepy predator. But if you were I acting try not to be right, yeah. if mm-hmm. you were acting like a creepy predator, if you were acting like Joe does. Yes. 
she would see that and what would she say hey i mean she'd probably be delicate about it but uh, try to tell me stop doing that immediately <laughs> yeah that's really yeah. that's not it doesn't it's, yeah it's a little people are weird creeping and, out it's yeah. weird stop it it's i know weird. you don't mean anything by it but you know be, you know be careful with people's personal space right i mean that's and that, now look that may have happened we don't right. know it may have happened multiple but that's times what she could say look I, i've said this to joe he's not like that he's not like that he doesn't even see it that way he really believes in connecting with people but i see it i know what you're saying i know what you're saying i see it but i know my husband as well I mean, it could very well be. Remember, they're not even in the campaign yet. You yeah. know, I mean, it could very well be that they're holding that back as a I, as a future defense. I will tell you, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he makes it to the campaign. If if people are serious about getting him out of the campaign, oh, they have something, and I'll share that with you next. Sponsor this half hour is Blinds.com. Big box stores are great for people who. You know, don't need the guy in the apron. You know, they walk into the store and they know exactly what they're doing. I'm not that guy. I'm like, I don't know. I have this thing. Is this the bolt or the nut? I'm I'm not really sure. That guy should not be doing any home improvement stuff. However, if you are somebody who does know the right end of a screwdriver, which I happen to, you can make a big impact on your home without breaking the bank with Blinds.com. Blinds.com is the uh, number one online choice for custom window coverings. Whatever you're looking for, they make the entire process affordable and surprisingly easy. So whether you're looking for energy efficiency, you recently moved, or you just want to rejuvenate the feel of your home, or if you're selling your home this uh, spring or summer, this is the biggest way to make an impact in the look and the feel of your home for the least amount of money. It's Blinds.com. Every order gets free samples, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee, and right now their great prices are even better. If you go to Blinds.com now through April 8th, they have a huge savings event, plus you'll get an extra 5% off with the promo code BECK. That's Blinds.com, promo code BECK. Get an extra 5% off now at Blinds.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, John Solomon, he's the executive vice president of The Hill, and he is a opinion contributor, even though his uh, pieces are journalism. Uh, they the left, uh, actually, the Clinton Foundation made him uh, file all of his stories under opinion pieces because he didn't they didn't like what he was writing. They're like, really, he's more of an opinion guy. And they got all the reporters at the Hill to say, yeah, he's got to be filed under opinion. He's not an opinion guy. He's a journalist and has won awards for it. Anyway, uh, he's got an opinion piece out now on the Hill. Uh, Joe Biden's 2020 Ukrainian nightmare, a closed probe, is revived. Two years ago after leaving office, Joe Biden couldn't resist the temptation last year to brag to an audience of foreign policy specialists about the time he was vice president that he strong-armed Ukraine into firing its top prosecutor. In his own words, with video cameras rolling, Biden described how he threatened Ukrainian president in 2016 that the Obama administration would pull $1 billion on U.S. loan guarantees, sending the Soviet Republic towards insolvency if they didn't immediately fire uh, the uh, prosecutor general of the Ukraine. 
We have the audio tape. Here's the audio tape. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Okay, now, why is this a big deal? Um, as you will hear next hour from John Solomon, uh, and we touched on this, what, two weeks ago before this tape uh, was found and before John did his work. Uh, we told you that his son is very, very dirty. Joe Biden's son is very dirty. And he's getting all of these special deals when he goes in and he is um, uh, uh, offering trade deals and offering extra money. All of a sudden, Joe Biden's son comes in and he gets these special deals that nobody else gets. For instance, he has a trade deal with, with China that no one else has. Goldman Sachs doesn't have. J.P. Morgan doesn't have. But Joe Biden's son, who just started an investment, he's got this sweetheart deal with China that no one else has. Well, he was involved in a company in the Ukraine and that company was being investigated by this um, attorney uh, general or their, uh, what did he call them? Their prosecutor general. That's who Joe Biden got fired. I want you to get this guy out of there. Why? Did it have anything to do with the fact that that attorney general was going after the company that Joe Biden's son was a part of? That's the accusation, and we'll have more on that with John Solomon and more next week as well. That happens, uh, uh, I think it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday of next week, where we're going to really open up a few things that nobody's willing to talk about. See, when you said I, something that it could actually, a real thing that could be used against the president, I thought you were used, talking about his uh, early career in endorsements for um beauty well, products i thought that was the thing well i thought i mean i think you know we've we dug this up and i i look at it the opposite way i think it's going to actually help him because at least it gives him a reason for being as creepy as he is around women so you think this helps him well because you know that it was just all started by an ad campaign i could see that i could see that i mean here's I, here, if you don't know what we're talking about you know joe biden he keeps coming up and he's like you know, smelling people's heads and, and mm -hmm. their hair and playing with their hair. We found uh, that there's a reason for that. Can we roll the old commercial, please? I use it because it's a good shampoo. My hair looks clean and shiny. And even though it does smell terrific, 
I just don't believe anyone would ever tell me so. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Gee, your hair smells terrific. I guess you never know. There it is. There it is. Was that Biden? Was the first one Biden? Uh, the like... first one with hair. Okay. Yeah, Biden with hair. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it started with this shampoo back from the 70s. Gee, your hair smells terrific. And he's been looking for that smell ever since. And I don't think it's on the market anymore, sadly. It's not. And that's why he's like, no, no it doesn't smell terrific. It smells pretty good, but not terrific. <laughs> There's another ad, too. Do we have the other one? This is uh, Gee, your hair smells terrific, part two. Susie, I did not borrow your Gee, Your Hair Smells Terrific shampoo so Jimmy would notice how good my hair smells. Oh, no. I used it to get my hair really clean and shiny, like yours. And that's the only reason. The only reason. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Try Gee, Your Hair Smells Terrific fragrance shampoo and conditioner, and guys will notice. Betcha they will. (laughs) I mean, poor Joe. He's now being vilified for something that was an ad campaign. Gee, your hair smells like terrific. When he was like 60. Remember, this is not in his youth. <laughs> this is back in the 1970s. So I think it was, what, 65? Yeah. At that well, point. He was, he's just first getting his, I mean, it's just a Medicare. Right. He's first getting, he's retiring, uh, at least uh, as far as. Uh, and there's nothing creepier <laughs> than a 67-year-old man going, gee, your hair smells terrific. Exactly. Well, except unless it's a 90-year-old man going, <laughs> Because you don't know what they're saying at that point. Could be like, <laughs> that is something that's going on with Biden right now, right. too. And that he he always has had this, let me pause and for dramatic effect mm-hmm. and say things in a low, monotone, whispery voice. And oh my gosh, it's getting it weird. gets weirder and weirder as yeah. the years go on. It seems like he's just, I'll is he just you. passing out? Like, what what's going on? I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you, man. I'm looking for a, another word for bazoombas, but <laughs> because I just grabbed a set of bazoombas in the... I'll tell you, man, I, should I be saying any of this? People's bazoombas' personal space have changed, and I can, I can alter the way I approach them. Not, not, not those bazoombas. Oh. Those bazoombas need to be held. To <laughs> All right, our uh, sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. Uh, car repairs are not what they used to be. It used to be that we could repair our own cars. Do you remember when they used to say that British cars suck because, well, the English, you know, they just love to tinker on their cars. Nobody. No. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, I have a British car. Uh, I don't like tinkering with it. Yeah. You it never a, runs. Yeah. You have an MG. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, that was my first car was an MG. And I was like, oh, come on, man. They weren't even trying. They weren't trying. This is is like a socialist state Mm. car. It just does not work. Oh, they love to tinker. No, they don't. No, they don't. They would rather be driving it. But anyway, you can't tinker with your cars anymore. You can't do anything to them anymore. Car Shield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair really super easy. Now, here's the thing. Get extended vehicle protection from Car Shield. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. So if your car has 5,000 to 150,000 miles, doesn't mean you have to pay for the high repair bills. Man, that sensor goes on that car. You can't fix it. It's like a thousand bucks. Extended vehicle protection. Get it now. CarShield.com, promo code BECK. CarShield.com, promo code BECK, or 800-CAR-6000. While we're talking about promo codes, let me tell you about another one. It's Glenn. If you go oh, to blazetv.com and so use great. the promo code Glenn, Glenn? you'll save $10. Wow, I love that.
Welcome to the program. Glad that you are uh, you're with us. Uh, I don't know if you uh, saw this. Pat Gray joins us. Uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, who his Twitter is still up after this. He said yesterday, God does not love this world. Now, that's news to me. Hmm. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Jesus died because he was 2000 years too soon to bring about the end of civilization of the Jews. Wow. He was never on no cross. There was wow. no Calvary for that Jesus. Imagine. Huh. He's wow. offended. He's offended wow. everybody except <laughs> yeah. the people who follow him uh, here. Uh, here's the here's the audio. God does not love this world. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. Stop for a second. Stop. Wait, this is, what? This is, that's incredible. Wow. Don't even. Oh my gosh, wait a minute, wait wow. a minute, wait a minute. What? It's Helium Thursday. That's true. Why are it we is. doing this, Sarah? Yes. Can you can you make Louis Farrakhan sound like he's on helium? <laughs> I think I can do that. Okay. Oh, 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 here I am. Wait, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Glenn Beck program presents Helium Thursdays with today's special guest, Louis Farrakhan. God does not love this <laughs> world. <laughs> God never sent Jesus <laughs> to die for this world. <laughs> Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon <laughs> to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. <laughs> Makes it a little more palatable, doesn't it? It does. It really it does help. It it Wait a minute. Who else? Who else could we do this to? Play the... Uh, there was no Calvary stop, for that. Stop, stop, stop. Play the Joe Biden apology thing from yesterday. Oh, okay. In my career, I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility, I think. I shake hands, I hug people. No, no, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What, other, what other audio do we have from this week? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Is there anything in here anything that we... Anything else is... Clear? Alyssa Milano's too. You can't really hear the Alyssa yeah, Milano is there, one too uh, well. Is there? Well, what was from? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, how about uh, the green? The, the green real deal? Yeah, is that no? That doesn't, how about, how about the, uh, Julian Castro? He, he's yeah. talking about the border, border crisis crisis. is BS. Here, okay, let's see ahead. what he sounds like on helium. The feeling from this administration is, is that we are in a full-blown crisis and that they are overwhelmed by it. How do you think? Uh, you know, the, I don't believe their narrative. Uh, I don't believe the BS that um, women and children who are fleeing dangerous circumstances mm-hmm. present a national security threat to this country. <laughs> we should put all of Congress on we helium. Should. And we then should. you could just, it doesn't matter it what doesn't they say. Matter. The it doesn't matter. The approval rating would definitely go up from, what is it, like oh, 14%? Yeah. Hey, how about, how about the five days away from fundamental transformation? Can you get that for me? <laughs> the Barack Obama clip yeah, from yeah, yeah. 2008? It wouldn't have been so scary if he would have sounded like he was on helium. Do you have it, Sarah? We played it. We played it yesterday, and you can find even the 
Barack knows. <laughs> Barack knows what we're going to have to do is change, change our, our traditions. Our- we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. <laughs> I mean, really, it's just Louis Farrakhan. I don't know. I think we should just be playing Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. I don't know that any of these other ones work. It should just be Louis Farrakhan Helium Thursday. That- How about the View hosts? From yesterday? The, uh, yeah, give me, give me something from The View. It might be just Louis Farrakhan. Joe is a hands-on kind of guy. Yeah, he is. But no one, I've never heard anyone, and she says she felt violated, and I, I have to <laughs> take her at her word, but it wouldn't Pretty be good. nice if she had turned him and said, you know what, Jay? I don't really like this. Please don't do this. Or, not, Mr. Vice President, I'm not really comfortable with this. Something, because he's standing right there. I don't think it rises to the to point where we've been listening to about how we want the rest of these people. It just doesn't look like that. Uh, when you're and looking at Joy Behar and you're hearing that voice, uh-huh. it's pretty good. It's a much better voice. She's than a little her closer to voice. her actual name of Joy. Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> you know, play the Louis Farrakhan one more time. God does not love this world. God never sent Jesus to die. For this world, <laughs> Jesus That's right. died because he was two thousand years too soon to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. Hmm. <laughs> I do love the. That's right. Preach on. Yeah. He never was on no cross. There was no Calvary for that Jesus. Only one Saturday morning, our Savior taught us, when he found out he was 2,000 years too soon to end the civilization of the Jews, he decided that he would give his life for the truth that he taught, that his name would live. <laughs> what? That is some weird Earth. stuff. I can't even. Wow. Better, on helium. better on helium. Better on helium. Way better on helium. helium. Mm-hmm. I, I like yeah. the fact at some point when he goes, when he's two thousand years too soon, and there's that pause, and there's people in the crowd going, "Yeah, that's right." Like, do they know where he's going? Because I, I had no idea where he was going on that. Like, did they actually? Well, I, mean, like, I don't think that's. I don't think those speeches are for rookies. Okay. I mean, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think you have you know usual people like you you know you me or you know Bill from Ohio that just kind of sitting in there like I didn't see that coming. I had no idea. It was a thrill ride. The whole speech was a thrill, a roller coaster of emotions. As someone uh, who attended Yale's Divinity School, uh, mm-hmm. did. Like, what is he even saying? He's saying that Jesus showed up. I didn't know. He was 2,000 years too soon to end the civilization of the Jews, which was his real goal. And so he decided instead to kill himself, basically, not on the cross, somewhere else, to say that his name would live on so that eventually we would end the civilization of the so Jews. So I can't speak. I, I can't speak for the Yale Divinity School because I did not go to the <laughs> Yale Divinity School. I thought you did. No, no, no. I intentionally went and took it through history. I wanted to learn the historic okay. uh, uh, part of it, not not the Divinity School's uh, you know smoke and jive on it. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to hear from a, you know, a professor of history that, of course, had no smoke, no jive. No, no. All facts. Um, All facts. But anyway, uh, I think if I may, um, I'm having a hard time even figuring out where he might find that in any scripture. Yeah. That Jew was. I mean, I don't I mean, the scriptures of Bob. 
right. Bob the Bob the the uh, the the uh, uh, apostle on the bench. You know, he was the he was like if Peter is sick or one of our <laughs> is sick, he's like I don't know, get Bob the backup, Bob, the alternate. He's the, he's the alternate apostle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even I think Bob the alternate apostle. Uh, I don't even think you could find anything close to that there. Yeah, that one's uh, I can't because I can't even follow it. Do you, no, Pat? I, no, I don't. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I'm trying what to that... follow. I'm trying to follow. Even <clears throat> who wants to believe in a God that doesn't love, love the, world. the world? And doesn't that go against even the Quran? I think <laughs> don't they believe Allah does love the world, or maybe not? Huh? So uh, I don't know. But I because I, I don't know I'm any not... scripture where it says God does not love the world. In fact, that, that's God new. So loved to me. the world yeah. that he said his, his only, only son. begotten son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's a minor kink in the yeah. hose there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it is. Mm-hmm. But it is. you know what's amazing? Can you imagine? I had people taking full page ads out in the New York Times saying that I was an anti Semite and I had to be stopped. Okay, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he still has his Twitter feed. Nobody's even saying That's anything about incredible. this. That's Nobody is incredible. saying anything. Can you imagine if I would have got up and said, you know, Jesus, he failed in his mission. Uh, he was uh, sent to wipe out the Jews, and he couldn't do it, so he decided... Kill me or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what he's saying. Can you imagine saying that? Yeah. Any other person saying that? And it's okay. And it's okay. I'm surprised, too. Like, you know, because Twitter has obviously banned a bunch of conservatives over the years. They've had, this is the talking point of every conservative every time it happens. Mm. At some point, you'd think they'd just be like, all right, just take it off so we don't have to hear that point again. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Alex Jones. Yeah, you say Alex Jones is horrible. Okay, I agree with you. I don't think he should be taken off. But you has did. he ever said anything worse than that? I don't think so. Well, I, I mean, I mean, he's yeah, saying the Jews should be wiped out now. Yeah, and he's completely. also saying that our government is killing children in schoolhouses. You know, to well, take away our guns. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, but he's not know, calling a, for the extermination of an entire people. That's no, true. no, that, that's uh, that's pretty very bad. good, very yeah. good, very yeah. good. Only been a few that really have done that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know yeah. their names. So yeah, a lot uh-huh. of them. yeah. One of them was not Bob, yeah, the alternative no. apostle. Uh, no, but was, we do know them usually only by one name. Serial mm-hmm. killers get all three names. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Genocidal uh, maniacs get one. Get one. If Stalin. Yeah. Mao. Right. Adolf. Ted. <laughs> Ted. <laughs> I mean, you get you get yeah. you get one name. You graduate. I think Louie. I think he's graduated. Farrakhan or Louie. Mm-hmm. Well, Louie's not so. That's not very scary. No, it's. I not. mean, Farrakhan is is just him at this point. I mean, if your last name is Farrakhan, you you're, you've got to be considering a change at this point. Because I mean, like, my my wife is on the radio, uh, as you guys know, and she her name is Lisa Page on the air, and. Ever since this scandal started happening with the FBI, and, and it, there's a woman named Lisa Page who's in the middle of this thing texting back and forth about how to ruin the Trump administration from the inside. And I told her at one point, I'm like, there is a scenario here where this story gets so big, you have to abandon your name. Like, this is not, you can't be, if her name was Monica Lewinsky, she right. would have had to have changed her air name. Right. And I think if, you're, if your last name is Farrakhan at this point, 
just you know you just go to Smith. You don't need to go to a bank. Hey, just pull the trigger. <laughs> you know that there were there were Hitlers around the world that had oh, nothing yeah. to do. Might oh, have been yeah. so anti-Hitler, and they were like, "Oh, jeez." Yeah, like Steve Hitler. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's really <laughs> Steve regretting. Hitler, he's like, oh, come on. Come on. I love the Jews. They're fantastic. At least he's, I mean, honey, 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 honey. I know you married into the name, at least, but it could be worse. He could be gassing kids and, and people. And, Wait, what? Wait, hold oh, it. Come oh, on. <laughs> Thanks so much, Pat. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear his uh, live recording of the podcast every day on the Blaze Radio. Uh, and you can listen to it anytime whenever you're looking for a podcast to listen to. It's very funny. All right. Relief Factor. How's your pain, Stu? My pain is okay. Shut up. <laughs> you, you seem to want me to have pain. I do. I want you to share the pain. Yeah. Collectivist pain. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. We should all have a little bit of pain in our life. No, I'm, I'm uh, just... Uh, I'm just pissed at you because you haven't hit that age yet where like, ow. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're, it can happen very easily. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you take a wrong step, you know, and something hurts. And it's not, I'm not at that point where it's, it happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but every once in a while you get, you get that thing where you step the wrong way and then you're limping for two weeks for mm-hmm. no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you think maybe I should eat less pancakes you know whatever no no, no that's no, not the solution no, never no mm-hmm. no you think i look like this because i stopped i gave up i quit on pancakes i do not think that that's right <laughs> damn right anyway americans spend over two thousand years to combat their pain two thousand bucks 66 percent think they're gonna have to live in pain for the rest of their life you don't have to live in pain for the rest of your life. I started taking Relief Factor and has helped me with my pain. Best I've felt in five years. It's 100% drug-free, created by doctors. Three-week quick start. Try it for three weeks. Take it exactly as directed. Uh, it's a trial pack. 70% of the people who try this three-week quick start go on to order more because it works. It helps your body fight against inflammation. So join me and get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for nineteen ninety-five. The only thing you have to lose is your pain, and you have a ton to gain. All of those things that you want to do that you just don't think you can do anymore. It is uh, Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Uh, I got an update uh, from Louis Farrakhan, uh, who still has his Twitter feed. Just want to point that out. Um, from Minister Louis Farrakhan. Well, hang on. Let me ease you out, you know, just in case you haven't heard yet. What? Um, uh, hey, you know, the, the rapper, uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. He's sick. Oh my gosh. What's going on with him? He's dead. Oh no. Okay. Thank you for bringing for that to me very slowly. All right. Well, I didn't want to just take it by surprise. Wait a minute. He's dead. So here's the latest from Louis Farrakhan. We're gathering as much information as we can on the passing of our brother Nipsey Hussle, but the nation of Islam mourns the loss of this great brother. His death as well as his life had so much meaning to it for us and for unborn generations. We thank Allah that his life came this way from God and touched our lives. Now listen to this. We advise the community not to react to rumors or false information to, uh, uh, to make us in our time of grief and sadness turn on one another. A bigger hand... Then the hand of the man who pulled the trigger is behind it all. Uh, More, I will say, in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you something. We know it's not Donald Trump. 
Why? What? Well, he a said a bigger Jew. hand. Only than Jews the hand. Can. No, a bigger hand oh, than right. the hand who pulled of the man who pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. So now Donald Trump may have been the trigger man because he apparently has small hands, at least in comparison to the guy who was really behind it. I think it may be a, he may be making a point about um, a Jewish conspiracy. I'm going to go out and no guess. No way. That perhaps the, Jew, the Jews came together to go kill that rapper Nipsey, Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle, Hussle because that was an important part of their agenda, apparently. Oh, man. Hmm. We'll have to dig It'd into that just one. like the Jews to do that to Nipsey Hussle, wouldn't it? Or I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know who Nipsey Hussle is. But I still mourn his loss uh, deeply and powerfully. I can't wait to hear the theory on who is behind it all from Louis Farrakhan. I'll keep watching Twitter. Tell you about our sponsor. A spotlight is uh, Unplanned, the movie. It has gotten a rated R uh, rating. Um, However, uh, I will tell you this. I don't know if you saw this, but Utah uh, did double the screen amounts than any other uh, state in the union, which is phenomenal because those people don't see rated R movies. And that is the action that I want you to take this. This was the MPAA trying to get you to not take your teenage daughters and sons to uh, uh, unplanned. Take them. It is more critical than ever before that our kids know that this is murder. This is not a preachy movie. It's actually a really kind of good movie. You leave feeling really uplifted. You'll feel hopeful in the end. It's not a dirge. It's not like one of those movies. I've got to go see it. Take your kids to see Unplanned. In theaters now, unplannedfilm.com. That's unplannedfilm.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's a lot of talk about Joe Biden today on being creepy Uncle Joe. Stuff we all know. Uh, Does that disqualify him? No, I mean, not unless there's something more than I just felt creeped out by it, because, I mean, I felt creeped out about Joe Biden for a long time, but that shouldn't be a block for him serving unless there's actually evidence he did something. There is evidence that he did something far worse than smelling somebody's hair. We get to that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, uh, you know, I'm somebody who has bought and sold a billion houses and uh, usually never at a profit uh, because I'm in radio and we move around an awful lot or we used to move around a lot. And I've always just kind of opened up the phone book or asked somebody, you know, a good real estate agent. And that's the way you find your real estate agent. That is not a good way to find your real estate agent. I bought and sold houses for so long and I finally got so frustrated that I'm like, okay, there's got to be a better way. Well, I happen to start doing some work with um, this uh, this group of um, uh, real estate agents. Every year, the Wall Street Journal puts out a, a list of the 500 best agents all across the country. So I started doing work with these guys. This is years ago, uh, maybe eight years, nine years ago. And um, I, I'm talking to them, and I'm like, so what makes a good real estate agent? What I mean, what's the, you know, I just, I just you know, get a friend or whatever, and they're like, okay, no, Glenn, it's, it's, it's really not that complex. But there's really three things they have to do. Well, we went and searched for those people who understand what it takes to be a real great uh, real estate agent. Somebody, you know, who's on or going to be on that list of the 500 best. 
realestateagentsitrust.com. I started this just to be able to connect you with somebody in your area that will sell your home or there's nothing worse than buying a new home and then not not knowing what the area is you should be living in, the right schools, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. especially now where we're so polarized. There's nothing worse than getting a real estate agent in town. You're like, okay, don't say anything because I don't know where this person stands. This is the, it, all these real estate agents have been vetted by my staff personally, so we know they have your values. They're all fans of the show, et cetera, et cetera, and they have the same values that you have. So you can trust them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Peter Schweitzer, uh, he is um, the uh, uh, the producer of The Creepy Line, which is a movie everyone needs to see. He is also the author of Secret Empires, which has come out in paperback. And Peter, I didn't think we would have you on uh, the air so quickly, uh, but there is another piece of the story you started telling us last week that has dropped, and we'll get into that. First, welcome to the show. And can you tell us why you say that Joe Biden is the most corrupt uh, vice president in history. Well, it's always great to be on with you, Glenn. Yeah, I think the evidence is overwhelming. Um, and all you have to do is look at uh, his son's uh, financial transactions and specifically uh, financial accounts, accounts that he's tied to. And uh, Glenn, I'd be happy to provide uh, a copy of this um, uh, for you and you could share it with your listeners. Um, but all you need to do is look at the financial records from the Morgan Stanley account uh, that involves his son, Hunter Biden. And what it shows is while his father was vice president, his son is cashing in. He's cashing in with our rivals and adversaries, the Chinese government. He's cashing in with uh, other countries that are rife with corruption like Ukraine. He's cashing in with payments from corrupt uh, oligarchs in Kazakhstan, uh, one involving the son of the former prime minister there. Um, And he's cashing in from unknown mysterious sources. This uh, bank account shows a deposit of $1.2 million from this sort of alphabet um, uh, LLC that nobody can trace coming out of a small Swiss bank bank called BSI, which has been implicated in money laundering in 10 different countries. And, And this is all happening, Glenn, while Joe Biden according to Barack Obama, was vice president, was point person on U.S. policy towards these countries. So it, it's self-enrichment at the highest level, um, and it involves, in, in the case of the Chinese government, actually a political, powerful rival to us that I would argue presents a much bigger challenge to our future than Russia does. Russia is a declining power demographically and in terms of its uh, you know, in, industrial uh, might. Right. Uh, China is rising and threatening the United States, and uh, Hunter Biden was cashing in from the Chinese government itself. Okay. Okay, so the reason why one of the guys who was investigated uh, during this Trump uh, thing, um, the reason why he went to jail is because he was involved in Ukrainian politics and Ukrainian politics is really dirty. Um, Lots of people on the take, lots of people on the take from Russia. uh, And he wasn't claiming any of this money. What's happening now? And I don't do you know, John Solomon? 
Yes, I do. I know John well. John is a terrific reporter. He was at the Associated Press, the Washington Post. He's now at the Hill. Uh, he's terrific, and I talk to him all the time. He's okay. very, very good. All right. So he, like you said, worked for the Washington Post, the Associated Press. He, When he went over, he's the executive vice president at the Hill. Yeah. For him to publish, because of the Clinton camp, uh, the Clinton camp, um, they put the pressure on the Hill to make sure that all of his stories are opinion and not filed as stories. Can you yeah, tell it, me? It, it, it's remarkable. I don't know the, the full ins and outs, and John is not one that would, uh, you know, that would share anything like that with me. But what is very clear is that John does amazing reporting. Um, and on Ukraine, Glenn, what he has shown quite clearly is the prosecutor general in Ukraine uh, during the tenure when Joe Biden was, was vice president was a guy named Shokin. And Joe Biden bragged after he left the vice presidency that he got Shokin fired. Do you know anything about Shokin? I'm going to play the audio here in a second. Yeah. But I want yeah. you to set the scene. Who is this guy? What do you know about him? What do you know he was working on? So Shokin was a prosecutor general, and as in the case in a lot of situation in Ukraine, um, you know, you don't quite know who is straight and who is on the take. But Shokin was appointed by the reformist government, by Poroshenko, who Biden was friends with. Biden, Biden claimed publicly that he didn't like Shokin because Shokin was not investigating and pursuing corruption cases enough. And so he brags about getting him fired. What Joe Biden doesn't say is that Shokin was investigating his son at the time. And this is where it gets takes an interesting twist, Glenn. So Shokin does get fired because Joe Biden tells Poroshenko, the president of Ukraine, I'm going to withhold a billion dollars in loan guarantees unless you fire Shokin. Uh, and then his, his uh, um, successor gets appointed, a guy named Lushenko, and Joe Biden gives Lushenko his imprint and says, this guy is a solid choice. Here's the problem for Joe Biden. Lutsenko is now saying he wants to reopen the investigation into Joe Biden's son. So the now, so this was not a, so hang on just a second. Yeah. This was not an investigation into the company that he had ties to. This was an investigation on Joe Biden's son. Yes, it was on both. It was on both. Um, and here's what's important to know, and I know this is very complicated and there are lots of names. The company in question is called Burisma, and it was this, this sort of energy company in Ukraine. Well, Burisma was started by, as can only happen in the Ukraine, was started by the Minister for Energy at the time, Zlochevsky. Zlochevsky was aligned with Yanukovych, who's the pro-Russian minister. So so get your hands around this. Hunter Biden, the vice president of the United States' son, is being paid millions of dollars by a corrupt energy minister who worked for the pro-Russian leader in Ukraine. It's a remarkable string of relationships. And what Shokin and now Lutsenko want to investigate is, first of all, Burisma, the company, because there's all kinds of allegations of money laundering and corruption. But they, second of all, explicitly back in 2014 and 2015, were investigating Hunter Biden and Burisma. And now the new prosecutor general wants to reopen that case and wants to share that file information with the current U.S. Attorney General, William Barr. Okay. It's extraordinary. Manafort 
went to jail for the same connections with the same uh, people that were uh, locked in uh, with uh, the the uh, former Soviets, right? Right, that's right. So he, the, was, he was lobbying illegally for um, Yanukovych. Right, that's correct. So, so we know this has happened before. We yeah. know that people went to jail. We knew, I knew about Manafort, you know, years before he went to jail. We had all of that stuff was out, kind of like this is with uh, Joe Biden's son. But right. nobody covered it until Manafort went to work for Trump. So we know we we know what that's all about because you should have they he, that guy should have been in jail long ago. That's right. And, and by the way, working with Manafort for Yanukovych and these Yanukovych related entities were a guy named Tony Podesta, uh, John Podesta's uh, uh, brother who's a lobbyist, and Greg Craig, who is the former White House counsel in the Obama White House, who is facing charges in New York as well. All three were working for Yanukovych or Yanukovych-linked entities. So, yes, this goes very deep, and it's very widespread. And now you have the vice president's son wrapped up in this at the time when Joe Biden... He could, you know, elevate his thumb or he could give thumbs down and determine whether the Ukrainian government was going to get, you know, more than a billion dollars in aid. It was his call. Barack Obama said that. The European nation said that. He was the point person, and his son was getting rich while his father was doing that. Okay, let me play the audio of what we have Joe Biden saying uh, at a, a group of uh, uh you know, uh, foreign relations people, uh, and he's bragging about getting this guy fired. Listen. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. Well, they made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a, <laughs> got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. At the time. At the time. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. We're going to go back into that here in just a second with Peter Swizer. He is the author of uh, Secret Empires, uh, and uh, he talks a lot about Joe Biden and the corruption of Joe Biden. All right. Uh, back in one minute. Uh, not long ago, Tanya and I changed the window coverings in our bedroom. Uh, one Saturday morning, Tanya and I, we logged on to blinds.com because I had been promising to do this forever, and I'm like, okay, let's just do it today. And um, we couldn't decide. We didn't. We didn't even know where to start. And so um, 
uh, we just said, hey, you know, we logged on. I can't remember what they call it, but, uh, you know, personalized service. And we logged on and we thought, okay, we're going to have to make an appointment, yada, yada, yada. She got an email back that fast. We didn't use my name. We used her name and her her um, maiden name. Uh, so they didn't know who I was at all. And uh, they email back, are you guys available now or any time yeah. today? We had the same experience. Where, it's like, what? Yeah, they were. And, and you can like send them pictures and they can look at it and help you design everything in there. They, they really go all the way with it. Like within an hour, we had everything that we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, within like two days, they had sent us pictures of everything and showing us exactly what it would look like. It was amazing, yeah. amazing service. You get it at blinds.com, and every order gets free samples, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Right now, their great prices are even better. So go to blinds.com now through April 8th for their huge savings event, plus an extra 5% with a promo code BECK, B-E-C-K. Blinds.com, promo code BECK. Get an extra 5% off right now. Blinds.com, promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. The producer of a, a video everybody needs to see, a documentary called The Creepy Line, um, but also the author of a book called Secret Empires. It just came out in paperback, uh, and I can't recommend it uh, highly enough. Peter Swizer is uh, is on with us. Peter, um, you brought up a name that I thought was uh, interesting, Tony Podesta. Yeah. Now, Tony's the guy who had this big firm that was involved with the... Uh, what was it? The Focus GPS, Fusion, yes. Fusion, Fusion GPS, GPS. Fusion yeah. GPS, um, yeah. and his firm was involved. As soon as that story broke, he quit, shut it all down, and walked away. And I thought, "Wow, what? It, what was that all about?" <laughs> um, Manafort's mistake was he elevated himself. He he could have gotten away with it if he wouldn't have gone right into the spotlight and said, "Dig me." Is that what Tony did? The uh, he did the opposite. Do you think why? Why? What happened to Tony Podesta? That's a great question. Um, yes, and I think you make a very important point here, and that is that a lot of this stuff uh, that has gone on that now Manafort has been charged with, and by the way, I believe should have been charged with too. a while ago, um, involved um, uh, something called the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA. And this is a law that the Department of Justice um, uh, uh, enforces, and it essentially says if you are a lobbyist or somebody in the United States and you are representing or working for a foreign government or a foreign government-connected entity, you are required to file very detailed reports with the Department of Justice. And anybody out there in the audience can can look up FARA, and you can look at filings. And so if you're doing work for a, the Ukrainian government or a company connected to the Ukrainian government, you are to describe how much you're being paid and exactly who you're meeting with, including journalists, because you're doing the bidding for a foreign government. Well, Paul Manafort was brought up on on failing to file FARA reports, which he didn't do. Interestingly enough, when Paul Manafort became under investigation, what did Tony Podesta and his firm do? They retroactively filed 17 forms with FARA declaring their work for foreign entities. I mean, in other words, they hadn't been doing this. They realized that the game was up for Manafort, that he was in the gun sights, 
So they tried to cover their tracks by filing these 17 FARA reports on other foreign government work. And this is one of the big unwritten rules or secrets of lobbying Washington, D.C. People have been skirting these rules for years. So Tony Podesta was involved in this. There are other lobbying firms, firms that are on the Republican side, firms that are on the Democrat side. And it's a huge problem. FARA has not been enforced. And my hope is that one of the things, one of the things that comes out of the Manafort case is that some of these lobbyists will be looking over their shoulder and saying, we better be filing those FARA reports because otherwise we could end up in somebody's gun sites. So here's the problem, as I see it with this Joe Biden uh, yep. case, is if it is widespread that this is happening, nobody wants, to, nobody wants this to be a story. Everybody wants this to go away. That, that's exactly right. And here's the other thing. I mean, you, you've got to give, grudgingly, uh, the Bidens some credit, uh, because what they did was, you know, Hunter Biden, you know, will claim he's not doing any work for a foreign government. He's just on the payroll of a highly corrupt energy company that is controlled by uh, some very nasty oligarchs. Same thing in China. But what you know, does he we, do? That's the good question, and and it is impossible for me to believe, first of all, that his father didn't know about this. We know, and I talk about this in Secret Empires, that they had meetings in the White House based on White House visitor logs. We know in the case of China that Hunter Biden actually flew with his dad on Air Force Two to close that billion-dollar private equity deal with the Chinese government. And what Hunter Biden would say is, well, I'm not representing the Chinese government. I'm just doing an equity deal with them. The problem is, like with the Ukrainian deal, uh, everybody knows the gig is up because he has no background in private equity. He has no background in Ukraine. He has no background in energy policy. This is a payoff uh, clear, and there's no other plausible explanation as to why he's getting paid. And what would the payoff be for? What, 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 does, what does Burisma need from us? Well, I think Burisma, for example, um, was looking for loans and grants from the United States that were designed to help Ukraine become energy independent. Um, and the reason was, of course, that they were very dependent on Russian national gas. I think it's a great idea to help make them energy independent. But where that money went, who got those loans and grants uh, would be determined by the United States. And again, Joe Biden, the buck stopped with Joe Biden as it related to U.S. policy towards Ukraine. Uh, the second thing I think is that, you know, foreign governments kind of have a retainer model. Um, it may not be an, an exact quid pro quo where we're going to pay you. You need to do this for us. It gives you access, and if you can go to the vice president's son, to whom he admits he's very, very close to, they travel together all the time, uh, and you need him to whisper something into his ear, um, that has enormous value. Um, and it's not a quid pro quo, but as far as I'm concerned, it is still a bribe, because you are paying for access and you are paying for beneficial policies. Peter, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to be following this story because I think this is, forget about his smelling hair. This is the real problem with uh, Joe Biden corruption. It seems to the bone uh, and somebody needs to investigate it. You can find all of this information in Secret Empires. It's a uh, paperback out now by Peter Schweitzer. More next hour with one of the guys who broke the latest in this story. Glenn Beck. 
My Patriot Supply uh, would like to uh, remind you that the time to prepare yourself is not during an emergency. The time to prepare yourself is right now. If you're not having an emergency, if you're not in the floodplains and the floodwaters. Yeah, uh, it's probably a good idea. Maybe yeah. beforehand. You know, it's, it's a lot harder to order things on the Internet when your home is underwater. Those poor people. I, I mean, I just there's so many people affected by this. Listen, if you've ever been affected by a huge natural disaster, you know, the last thing you have money for or even think of is where am I going to get food? How am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for, you know, the, the hotel room, let alone having everybody go to eat? You need at least a three day supply. My Patriot Supply is there. A food storage plan. It, it really just starts, you know, one bite at a time. Get a two-week food kit. It's a really, it's a must-have. A two-week food food kit. You can order it at a special price of only 75 bucks when you go to preparewithglenn.com. Food kits include meals that last up to 25 years in storage, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for two weeks. 75 bucks. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. Man, now it's time to be signed up at blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. We have a Biden special coming next week. You're not going to want to miss it. Hey, there's a couple of things I want to uh, uh, chat with you about. First of all, if you have or know of a student or if it's you uh, that is between the ages of 18 and 25, uh, we are now looking and taking applications for our leadership program for the year. We need more Abraham Lincolns. We we need more George Washingtons. We need people who understand who we are, how we got here, why we put these things in place, uh, and and understand really divine providence as well. Now, we have had people who have come who have tried to prove us wrong, uh, and they were, uh, they say they were ag- uh, atheists, but I think they were probably agnostic that left testifying of the truth of the divine providence of this land. We've had amazing things happen. If you're coming in with a good, solid foundation, you're going to leave an absolute leader. If you are kind of, you're still going to leave a leader. We've seen changes in people. It's amazing. 18 to 25 years old. um, We let you handle the original documents. We have class for you. Every day, all day long. I think it lasts a week. May last two. Is it two weeks? It's a week or two weeks. I can't remember. Anyway, um, if you know somebody, it's two weeks. It says here. Uh, if you know somebody, we are looking for the brightest civic-minded students. It's a an immersive leadership training program. Eighteen to twenty-five years old. Get ready to question boldly. Think critically. And if you want to make a positive impact in the nation and you just need some fortification, go to mercuryone.org slash LPT, Leadership uh, Program Training, I think it is. Yeah, Leadership Training Program, so that should be the opposite way. Anyway, just go to Mercury One and just look for the um, uh, training program, or you can call 817-441-6044. Not everybody who applies gets in. Um, there is a screening process, but we would love to have you. MercuryOne.org slash LTP. One other thing. Um, people have asked me for a long time, Glenn, love the chalkboards. When are you going to start connecting the dots again? Blah, 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 blah. Why aren't you connecting the dots? They've asked me that since I left Fox. I haven't had anything to connect. You knew the story. You knew tides. You knew all of these things. 
Um, I will tell you that things have changed. For instance, Soros is now at the bottom 10 of the biggest people that donate for the left. George Soros is no longer the kingpin. He's he is still giving a lot of money, but there are a whole new set of people. When you see the connections between care, the Muslim Brotherhood and Congress now, when you see the socialists and the radicals around, it's a new crop. That's why they're rejecting Obama just recently. It's a whole new crop. These guys are much more radical than the Van Jones were. Van Jones looks like a pussycat compared to these guys. And how do I know that? Because Van Jones is on the out. They don't like Van Jones or, or Barack Obama. They don't think they went far enough. They weren't radical enough. I need your help. Uh, and the way you can help is subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash back. Uh, you, can, you can grab a membership. Please use the, uh, the uh, code word, the, the promo code G-L-E-N-N, Glenn. But everything that's coming in, if you do the code word Glenn, it's going right into us being able to do the research. Next week, we've been working now for a while, and next week we're, we hope to have a show for you uh, that exposes Joe Biden for what he really is and shows you with all of the facts, all of the paperwork, all of it, all of the details, all buttoned up for you. That'll be happening next, I think, Thursday, only on Blaze TV, and we need your support. BlazeTV.com, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn. Just remember, it's my first name. We're on a first name basis. Promo code Glenn. All right. Yesterday, Alyssa Milano was uh, still in uh, Georgia on this abortion bill. And what this abortion bill is, is is a heartbeat bill. When you have CPR, somebody comes up and you're trying to see if they're alive or dead. What is the first thing that people do? They usually check for a heartbeat or pulse. They check for a pulse. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that usually indicates whether you're alive or dead. Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that means you're alive, Mm -hmm. you have life in you, or you're dead. Why is it that we don't claim something is alive in the womb when there's a heartbeat? That is what uh, Georgia is adopting, is the heartbeat law. And it means if there's a heartbeat, that's life. I, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. Now, that means that, what is it, six weeks, eight weeks that you start to get a heartbeat? That the baby has a heartbeat? Um, that, that brings it way, way, way back to first trimester. Yeah, about five weeks. Five weeks. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa Milano is saying, you know, uh, how dare the evil state of Georgia do this? And if they do, we're taking all of our Hollywood money. Well, first of all, Alyssa Milano? Oh, yeah. He, I mean, she, I mean, she may not work in Georgia anymore. Uh, think about the devastation to that state if Alyssa can't. Wasn't she if, in, like if, in a full house the last thing she did? Or? Uh, I think you're thinking of who's the boss. Who's the boss? Yes. Yeah, she was in who's? Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Yep. Now uh, imagine Tony Danza. And I like Tony. He's a nice guy. But imagine Tony Danza going into any Rhode Island and saying, I tell you what, nobody's going to work here. Nobody, you listen to the Denza. I'm not doing a tap dance now. (laughs) 
uh, you listen to Danza, no one's going to be working in uh, New Jersey or in uh, Rhode Island as long as uh, the Danza says no go. Can you imagine how laughable that would be? Well, I, I you can call it laughable all you want, but I can tell you this, that Georgia will no longer have any possibility of getting a sequel to Beverly Hills Chihuahua. For Shut example. up. Um, that will not happen. Mm. Uh, Kick Butowski Suburban Daredevil. There will that's not, not going to happen? That's not going to happen in Georgia after this. Holy cow. Um, if you remember, of course, the classic uh, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Now, my I, people are like, well, when Who do we get My Girlfriend's Boyfriend 2 in Georgia starring mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano? Well, mm-hmm. you're not getting it, okay? Mm. So you can think whatever happened at the end of that movie is now just the end. We don't even get to know what happened with the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the so girlfriend's those boyfriend. Were, I'm sorry. I thought those were all filmed in Georgia. This, this is, is... These are all Melissa Milano, uh, Milano, uh, Milano, Milano, whatever. Not even close to any of the names, but yes, what? Alyssa Milano. <laughs> yes. Her starring vehicles mm. in, the, in recent history. Is she responsible for the cookies? Which cookies? The Milano cookies? Yes. I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't think I don't there's care. a relationship I seriously there. don't care about her opinion, and I don't think anybody in Georgia does. First of all, um, Alyssa, n- n- um, you're not making the calls for Hollywood. I don't know if you know that. And, uh, and, quite and honestly, indicated by the fact that she doesn't have jobs. Right. right. Like, if she was right. making the calls for Hollywood, likely she yeah. would be able to be employed. Right. And it's not like, you know, Alyssa, you know... It's not like you're leaving something, you know, like I'm dedicating my life to this. I am. You're not giving anything up. No one's hiring you. Right. It's It's this or Waffle House. And Waffle House would go, oh, is that the woman from uh, Full House? And you go, no, no, no. You're thinking of uh, Three's Company. And then somebody else would go, no, it's who's the boss or two's the boss or something like that. And you'd be (laughs) like, I don't remember which. We're not hiring her. Right. She's obnoxious. It's like... So it's not like she's giving up a lot. Right. If you were to say, you will do what I want, or I will not enter the Mr. Universe pageant this year, Nobody likely is, there's not a lot of a no, effect there. No. Now, if Alyssa said, uh, you pass this bill, and I'm going to move here, and I'm just going to protest all the time in front of you know your house and your job and everybody and i'm not really protesting i'm just talking to people i'm just being me i'm just gonna live here because i love it then i think she'd have a chance of, of turning this around <laughs> i think that's possible yeah then you people do. would be like i don't want Alyssa Milano this is the problem with, with the left they don't understand incentives right you, you gotta right. craft the correct well, incentive not here. a merit kind of based system right which is not you know hey the person you find really annoying is not going to come anymore is not a good incentive Right, right. Like, that's like right. This this is a reason for Georgia to pass these Correct. bills. Correct. Even if they no. don't believe abortion look. is 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 murder, they're they're just going to be like, look, I don't care, just pass it. She won't come anymore. Here's the deal. You know why The Walking Dead? You know why people do it in Georgia? You know why? You know why they make movies? Not because they love Georgia or because oh no, it's it's the film capital of the world. Because of the tax incentives. That's why money. And let me ask you this, Stu, which is interesting, by the way, if you think about it from the left wing perspective, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not. Isn't that the exact thing they're not supposed to do? Uh-huh. Look for better tax breaks by uh-huh. going to other places. These millionaire and billionaire Hollywood mm-hmm. studio owners are going. These millionaire actors and actresses are going to Georgia to save money on production costs. I mean, what about the taxes? What yeah, about the people that need to be patriarch helped? duty? Yeah. It's, so it's, so it's, it's, it's not it's not them. And, no. and let me ask you this. Stu, if I said to you 15 years ago, you know what? I'm going to buy the Paramount lot. In Texas, 
We're not a chance of that. Right. You know what just this one building was supposedly worth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anywhere close to what I bought it for? No. <laughs> I mean, anywhere even in the same neighbor, same continent. No. 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 Got a good deal. I side. own the Paramount Movie Studio lot in Texas. How? Well, I almost got it for my good looks, and you've seen me. <laughs> okay? The reason why is because Texas used to have great tax incentives for making movies here. And so this room we're in, Silkwood, Born on the Fourth of July, uh, JFK, every episode of Barney, Prison Break from HBO, you name it, uh, all of the Chuck, uh, Chuck Norris, Walker, Texas Ranger, all of them filmed right here in this room. How did I get this for a stupid radio show and a, and, a, and a network that's on Internet? Because the tax incentives went away. And you know where they went? Places like uh, Louisiana, where they're like, oh, if we lower the taxes, we'll get movies made here and we'll create some jobs here. Oh, really? Do you think that the people in Hollywood were like, you know what? I had this duck call and I was out hunting <laughs> and I looked at that duck call. and I wonder who made this duck call. So we've been looking into it. No, somebody said we get great tax incentives if we do a show in Louisiana. Go find something. That's how Duck Dynasty was made. The, the, the reason why, you know what? I don't think anybody will believe zombies unless we film it in the place where everybody. When I say zombies, what do you think? Atlanta, Georgia, right? <laughs> right? No. No. Tax incentives. So for her to say, we're not going to film any movies here. Bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah, they'll do it if they... I mean, look, of and, course and, they will. And by the way, I just want you to know, ever since Hollywood left, Texas has gone... It's gone to the dogs. There's, 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 it's crazy here. It's crazy. There's no money. There's no jobs anywhere. Texas is, mm. is just struggling so much. Let me tell you the truth. Texas is better off without Hollywood. I, I would really like to disinvite everyone who is moving from California because you screwed that state up. If you knew, if you know what lost your job and cost your major houses cost so much, and believe me, it ain't the sunshine, Jack. If you want to know why you can no longer work in California, you can't stand it, and you know it's because, oh, I voted like a moron, then maybe you can move to Texas. But if you're bringing all that crap with you, Alyssa, keep it. We don't want it. But do you want buying the cow, too? Or, or... Dinotopia quest for the ruby sunstone. Oh my two. gosh! Or so reinventing the wheeler. So wait, what was the one with reinventing the? What was the one with a cow? What was it? Uh, buying the cow. Buying the cow. I, now, if she gets really desperate, she's going to do the X-rated version, milk for free. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's anyway, the way careers seem to work. It really does. Mm. Okay, here we go. Relief factor. If you're in constant pain, I know you're not alone. And you don't have to live that way. If you've gotten to the point where you're like, it's just, I know this is the way it's going to be. Don't, don't, don't think that way. Don't think that way. You know, you are in control of your body. You, you can change things, but it, it requires a few things. And one, it, it requires getting rid of inflammation in your body. That is the leading source of pain. Well, that in like, you know, 
a giant steel rod going through your chest. That also could be a main cause of pain. If it's not the steel rod, it might be inflammation. 70% of the people who take relief factor, 70% of them order month after month after month because it works. Get your life back. Try it. Three-week quick start. You got nothing to lose and everything to gain. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. Yeah, I guess. Not that kind of cute. We're, I think it's we're the just, same way. No, we're just talking about Alyssa Milano, and uh, she's just not, uh, she just seems mean and nasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where Ocasio-Cortez is just cute. She's like a puppy dog. She's like, look at you, you're so cute. You know when puppy dogs are like, look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you trying to eat the shoe. That's not food. Yeah. That's not you're food. You're not going to be able to get the treat in the center of that uh, toy. Yeah. Because that's, it's a specifically designed so that you can't get to it. You don't know that. You don't, you but you don't, don't know, know that. that I'm right. calling you stupid right now because you're so stupid. But look how cute you are. Now, Alyssa Milano is no, she does not have a, uh, I would say the... The uh, informational uh, capability, uh, capabilities of you know a, a normal sized human. Yes, I mean she's not <laughs> she's not smart. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, however, I, she's probably smarter than Ocasio Cortez. Well, I mean, she Ocasio Cortez knows something she's about something. Ocasio Cortez, but she's so cute when she does it. Is there something about it like a like a cat when you have like the you know the laser and you put on everyone like who's gonna get the mouse? Yeah. Get the mouse, and you know there is no mouse, but the cat thinks it's the mouse. Get it, go get it, go get. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? So it's kind of fun mm-hmm. watching Ocasio Cortez. Maybe that's maybe that's just me, but uh, it's so cute. Look at you and your your green job thing. Yeah, uh, you did it. And the funniest, cutest part of it is when we're going to all be spending, you know, $30 trillion uh, on all of our crazy if ideas. It's up to her. It's it, the whole time it's going to be like, you think you can get the mouse? Get the mouse. Yes. You never get, there is no mouse. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Stu just bought his first house this year for, no second house second third house. house glenn thanks for keeping up no fourth. Well, the third third third, third, third yeah mm-hmm. i know you bought one in uh, pennsylvania yeah uh, pennsylvania and uh well, there actually we bought two houses in pennsylvania ah, right here. so i would have liked to have contract of luxury not at the same time i moved <laughs> <laughs> but the Whatever. point is uh i i uh i was happy to um uh, you know, I'm not a big believe. I don't love buying homes, mm-hmm. you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, but because the process is crazy. That's a big mm-hmm. part of it. I mean, you wind up getting caught in the middle of a million things you don't understand, and you're just trusting this person you just met. Yeah, that doesn't have to happen. Real estate agents, I trust dot com. Find the real estate agent in your area that knows the price of the home, knows what it, it should go for, knows how to get it sold fast uh, and for the right amount of money. Also can help you find a new home in a new area. You need somebody that thinks like you, that has the same sensibilities. All of these people have been uh, hand-selected by my team, fully vetted. It is realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Buy or sell a new home the right way and and work with people that you trust and you like. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Back in just a second. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There is, uh, there's less of concern with me of where Joe Biden's hands are when you can see them. 
Yes, they appear to be cupping the breast area, um, but is it worse that his hands, when they disappear, they end up in other people's pockets like China, Ukraine, and it's not his hands. Watch the hands of his son. There's a story that is being told now that is has all of the details all buttoned up. Nobody seems to want to cover this. And it's much more important than, you know, being hands-on. We go to John Solomon to tell you about Biden's Ukrainian nightmare. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you know who's buying gold right now? Massive amounts. In fact, uh, I think it's Russia is buying more gold than their mines can mine. China is doing the same. China is not just buying gold. They're buying up gold mines all over the world. They're buying gold and they're buying it fast and furious. You know who's selling their gold right now? Venezuela. Their their currency is worthless and they're selling gold to Russia and Cuba to help prop up uh, Maduro's regime. The lesson of the story is gold standard. And what is it that Russia and China know? Why are they propping up their currency and their economies with gold? You know who should be buying gold? Us, the United States of America. We should be investing in gold right now, but we won't. And that is going to end the way it does all the time. Put yourself on a gold standard. Please find out if gold or silver is right for you. And, and check out, uh, check this out. This is their legal tender bar. Secured in a new credit card size barter case. It slides open for easy access to these uh, pieces of gold. And it, it's, it'll fit in a wallet or in a purse. It's one-tenth of an ounce of gold. All minted by the Canadian Mint just for gold line. This is the only place you can get it in this barter box. There's just 10 square, like little teeny bullions. That's that's a whole ounce that's broken up in tenth of an ounce. Because if you really have to barter, a tenth of an ounce of gold is going to be worth an awful lot of money. Gold line. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Read their important risk information. Find out if gold or silver is right for you. It is for my family and the only people I trust. GOLDLINE.COM. 1-866-GOLDLINE or GOLDLINE.COM. John Solomon is uh, with us. He is the executive vice president of The Hill. And I'm confused by this, John. An opinion contributor to the the Hill. Your story does not read like an opinion piece. Yeah, I'm uh, at heart. I'm just a reporter. I, I think I think today we call me an investigative columnist, uh, sort of in the in the tradition of maybe a Jack Anderson. But what my goal is is to tell stories to people that are are hidden under rocks that that matter about the integrity of their government. Call it opinion, call it news, call it what you want. But that's the mission. <laughs> and you're. But I just want to make sure that people know that you have credibility. You worked as a reporter for the Washington Post. Uh, you, you worked as a reporter for the Associated Press. Yeah, for two decades. Absolutely. Okay, so you're not some schlub who just has a blog and an opinion <laughs> like me. You actually have earned oh, you're this. Very kind. Thank you. Okay. So, so John, the story that um, I heard from Peter Schweitzer a couple of weeks ago, you yeah. have now taken, and I think taken it to a new level, uh, and no one is reporting on it. We kind of know the story, but can you take us through it and give us the meat of this? 
Yeah, absolutely. So first off, Peter did some fantastic work during the 2016 election, raising questions about why is Hunter Biden in Ukraine getting uh, money in Ukraine from a natural gas company at the same moment his dad, Joe Biden, the vice president, is the official point man for the Obama administration on the Ukrainian crisis. And if you look at the timing that, uh, that Peter laid out, Joe Biden gets named to be point man February, mid-February 2014. And within a few weeks, Hunter Biden suddenly gets this mystery offer to go be a board member of this Ukrainian company. So on the face of it, it looks like the sort of pay to play or, or uh, scratch my back politics that we see so often in politics. But here's the big de de development. By 2016, Ukrainian corruption prosecutors have begun focusing on this company. It's called Burisma. It's a natural gas energy company. And the Ukrainian prosecutors were examining it for multiple reasons. They, they feared there might have been some tax evasion under Ukrainian law. They believe there might have been some corruption in the securing of drilling permits. And then they were very concerned that money was being being exfoliated or taken out of the company and moved to the United States, whether it's money laundering, misuse of money, legitimate, they didn't know. They wanted to get to the point of interviewing the people that were taking the money, and one of those persons was Hunter Biden, an American now working for this natural gas company. And at the moment, the prosecutors were preparing uh, a request to interview Hunter Biden. Joe Biden shows up in Ukraine on one of his Ukraine trips, and he tells the president of the country, uh, if you don't fire the prosecutor, the chief prosecutor of this country, in the next six hours while I'm here, I'm going to pull back the $1 billion in loan credits your company, your country needs to stay solvent, and you'll go bankrupt in the next 12 hours if you don't do it. I'm leaving here in six hours. Fire that prosecutor. Okay, hang on. I want to play the, I want to play yeah. the audio of him actually yeah. saying this and telling this story in his own words. Here it is. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over... I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. At the time. Notice he says at the time. We'll get into that later. Yeah, um, very interesting. So this is the prosecutor general that was fired, Victor Shokin. Can you tell yes. me anything about Victor Shokin? Is he a dirty guy? Was he not going after corruption? 
Well, he, he thinks he was, but he was an old school prosecutor and he was facing some criticism in his country that not enough had been done. Now, there had been some major corruption prosecutions and the securing of some uh, victories against uh, money that had been left from the country. But, uh, you know, he wasn't a popular guy in Ukraine when Biden did this. I think the most important part for Americans is our law, our ethics laws say you don't get involved in a U.S. policy matter if your family has a financial interest. It is irrefutable that Hunter Biden had a financial interest interest in, in Burisma, and more importantly, in the outcome of the Ukrainian prosecutors. And yet Joe Biden goes in, and there's no way Joe Biden can say he didn't know. Uh, uh, there were numerous stories his son had joined the company. There were numerous stories that the very prosecutor that he was seeking to be fired was looking at his son's company before he went and did this. It's irrefutable. I interviewed Chokin. Chokin said, I was just a few days away from requesting an interview uh, with uh, Hunter Biden when, uh, when this happened. And, and they had records showing more than $3 million flowed out of this company, Burisma, to the United States into accounts controlled by Hunter Biden and his business partners right at the time that he gets fired. So let's fast mm. forward ahead. The, the, the solid guy that replaces him, that's a, a, the new prosecutor general, Yuri Litsenko. I interviewed him and Yuri Litsenko said, I only recently learned that the Burisma investigation was shut down because of pressure from Joe Biden and I'm reopening it because I have some serious concerns about what we might have known and what we might not have been allowed to investigate. And so right now, as, as the 2020 campaign starts, Ukrainian prosecutors have reopened a portion of that case and are digging in uh, deep. And that, this could have some very big consequences, both in Ukraine and in the United States. All right. So, John, is there is there when you said the, the new prosecutor had no idea that this uh, Burisma uh, investigation was shut down? Is there was there anything else that was shut down? Is there I mean, is is, is there any doubt you've talked to so many people that were involved and they, they verify that what Joe Biden said happened? Uh, they said it didn't happen overnight. He had been pressuring them for a couple of weeks, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, actually a couple months. That's right. Four months. Yeah. OK. Four yeah. months. Uh, and so they were they were being uh, pressured. So they all know it. Is there any doubt in their mind uh, over there that what? had to happen to not piss Joe Biden or the United States off was end this investigation? Uh, Lusenko addressed this in the interview, and he, he said, listen, we were a country on the, on the brink of insolvency at this point, and we were so reliant on U.S. money, we would do whatever it takes to get that next loan guarantee, because otherwise we go insolvent and, and we can't pay our bills. And he said when, when the Russian leadership that had previously run the country, the Russian-friendly president, uh, Yanukovych, left the country, there was only $8,000 left in the entire country's coffers to, oh to pay bills. Gosh. They were at, the Russians looted the company, uh, country on the way out. And so th without the U.S. money, they could not survive. And so he said, There's absolutely, we would bend to the will of Joe Biden. But now we're doing a little bit better. We're looking at this. There's a new president, President Trump in town. And uh, we, we don't like the way this was, was shut down. And they're also talking about other pressure exerted in other investigations. About 10 days ago, I reported that Lusenko and other prosecutors and law enforcement officials say the U.S. embassy on multiple occasions pressured them to not pursue certain people. And one of the groups they were asked not to pursue, and I had the letter actually from the embassy, was, uh, was a nonprofit that was run by George Soros or funded by George Soros. Mm. 
Um, and, and you can see the letter, basically the embassy saying, back off these guys. So something was going on in Ukraine in the 2016 election uh, where the Ukrainian prosecutors felt that the U.S. was interfering in their sovereign affairs, the ability for them to conduct their own criminal investigations on, on their own soil. Isn't it interesting how the left has made such a big deal out of Paul Manafort, which he's a guy right. before he was ever involved with Donald Trump. I talked about Paul Manafort. He's, he's a guy who should be in jail. He should have been prosecuted before he even joined with Trump. He went to jail because of the same kind of stuff, playing footsie with the Russians and taking money and not claiming it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's interesting to me that such a big deal was made out of Manafort. And yet yes. not a word about this. And it's it's seemingly in the same pool. Well, it may even go into a, a deeper pool. And uh, there are some growing signs. Let's, let's take some things that we now know are in the public record, irrefutable uh, things in the public record. There was a recent court ruling in Ukraine in which a Ukrainian court concluded that NABU, the FBI of Ukraine, uh, knowingly and willfully tried to intervene in the 2016 election to benefit Hillary Clinton. That's a court ruling. How did they do that? They leaked uh, documents in the summer of 2016 to American media like the New York Times laying out um, the evidence or alleged evidence against Paul Manafort of these, these monies coming from the party of regions in Ukraine. And that led to uh, Manafort being, uh, leaving the campaign and then the criminal investigation. What's extraordinary is that we, uh, in the interview I did uh, just a couple of days ago with the Ukrainian prosecutors, they say they were under pressure. They won't say specifically who, but they were under pressure from the United States to narrow the focus of what was leaked to the media to just Manafort and to leave out of the records that they gave the media similar papers payments that were being made to Democratic figures, including Greg Craig, Obama's former White House counsel. He says that on the record for the first time. So you have a foreign country Jeez. saying, we leaked Manafort, but we protected the Democrats, including Greg Craig. And uh, also in the same interview, the prosecutor divulges for the first time that he has affidavits or sworn statements from two federal law or U.S. Um, Ukrainian law enforcement officials saying, yes, we were trying to interfere in the election to the benefit of Hillary Clinton. So now we may have real proof that a foreign power did knowingly and willfully intervene in the election, but not on behalf of Donald Trump, in behalf of Hillary Clinton. John, you have been around, like I said at the beginning, decades, AP, Washington yeah. Post. Um, you have been around stories that have been earth shattering. Compare this. What kind of story is this? What? How big of a story is this? Not how big it will become because right. we have no idea what the press will do with it. But how important of a story is this? Can you compare it to anything you've seen in the past? You, you know, I don't want to get ahead of, the, uh, of our skis because there's still a lot more reporting. But let's just think about what we know at this very moment. These are facts that are irrefutable in the record. Mrs. Clinton and the Democratic Party had uh, a person assigned to the Ukrainian embassy in Washington to receive research on Donald Trump's ties to Russia. That is irrefutable. It's been confirmed. Uh, the Ukrainians say they have a court ruling and, and intercepts tape recordings showing their Ukrainian law enforcement institution, NABU, trying to intervene in the uh, election on behalf of Mrs. Clinton. 
You have uh, uh, Nellie Orr's testimony to Congress saying at Fusion GPS, when I worked there as the wife of a senior justice official, Bruce Orr, working for the same firm as Christopher Steele and Glenn Simpson, one of our primary sources of information on dirt on Donald Trump in Russia was a Ukrainian. She says that under, under oath in Congress. Those are three things that we now know. Now let's take forward the fact that we now know irrefutably by Joe Biden's own words, he ordered or pressured the firing of a prosecutor who was looking at his son's company. Just those four things are more than anything that ever came out and was corroborated in the Russia collusion probe. When we, when we see that, we have to at least say there are some very serious questions that have to be asked of the Democrats, of the Ukrainian government. Tomorrow, I'll be reporting that Ukrainian authorities have tried multiple times in the last uh, several months to come to Washington and deliver to the new Attorney General, Bill Barr, uh, evidence of what they believe occurred in the 2016 election and it occurred in Burisma and Biden. But every time they ask for permission, the U.S. Embassy has been, in Kiev has been unwilling to give them a visa to come here. So that, that's going to advance the question. What is to hide? Why can't we let these Ukrainians come here and talk to our own Justice Department and share the information? There are a lot of questions. I don't want to get ahead of the skis yet, but I think there's enough in the record of evidence to, to demand more investigation and certainly more answers to questions. John Solomon, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Bye-bye. From thehill.com. That's it's amazing. Intense. It's amazing. We have not heard more about this. Yeah. Well, you will uh, as of next week uh, on Thursday. We're doing a special uh, on uh, on Joe Biden where we will lay all this out that you can share it with your friends. You don't want to miss it. Please join us at blaze TV dot com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Uh, and uh, that's really important. We, we really need your support because being able to uh, do the connecting of the dots and the investigations I put a million dollars of my own money on the table when we were at Fox doing that, plus all the Fox money. Uh, I'm putting the money down on the table now, but we need we need your help. Please subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Do it now and join us Thursday, next Thursday. All right. Relief Factor. Um, Relief Factor is a way that I can paint. It's a way that I can uh, I can write in my own hand. I, I don't I, I just love writing uh and i can't do it for very long anymore because my hands hurt so much um there are times that my hands just completely stop working which is lots of fun uh it's a good thing that i'm not working you know on anything important uh you know like a hmm, i don't know a, 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 a maybe like a drill at a dam i'm just saying <laughs> uh anyway relief factor it's helped me with my pain i feel the best i've felt in five years please try it if you're in pain just try it for three weeks do their quick start hundred dollar uh, or hundred percent drug free created by doctors you have nothing to lose except the pain try it for three weeks 1995 70 percent of the people who uh, try it go on to order month after month after month because it works reduce the inflammation reduce or get rid of the pain relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84 relieffactor.com 10 second break for station id <sighs> that's pretty intense really is i mean that's uh that's something that's going to maybe it's not a big story right now, but if Joe Biden gets close to the nomination, 
it'll become a big story. But see, here's the thing. It will become a big story uh, for the right, but they will bury it mm-hmm. on the left. There's a lot there, though. I mean, you know, yeah, lot- there's 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 confirmed stuff now where direct, you know, direct quotes and and paper trails of money changing hands and everything else. There's it's not like, well, you know what? I heard she peed on him in bed. It's right. none of that stuff. No. And Joe Biden is a bit of a, a tough guy. Like, he likes to show he's a tough guy. He likes to talk about how he views himself as a tough guy. Mm-hmm. He brags about things like that every once in a while, like how tough he is and how he can talk people into stuff. And, I mean, remember, we've been hearing months of criticism over Trump's idea of pulling back funds to places like Honduras and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Costa Rica mm-hmm. because of the immigration issue. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to use foreign aid for those purposes mm-hmm. to try to change people's minds and make them do things. Here's Biden bragging about it and bragging about it at a time where this guy is actually investigating his son's company. I mean, that is way, way, way more serious than... I mean, most of these allegations that were ever made against the president. This could count Joe Biden out. The handsy things won't. It'll just it'll it'll give it's just a tool for the Democrats to fight among themselves. Yes, right and now. it'll be great to make fun of yada yada yada. But it's it's not going to stop him from running. No, and I think you, at this level, I don't, not now. Uh, I mean, it's only seven women, Glenn. I mean, jeez. I mean, maybe you get to 700, you know, you got 70 times seven, I believe, was talked about at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe uh, I think with this one, this is a serious election, general election issue if it gets that far. And it's fascinating, fascinating to me how quiet everybody is. If this Trump investigation was really, truly about justice, they would be going after this just as hard. But it's not. It's about politics. And their silence on it makes me wonder. I mean, the compet- you know, the competing candidates. Why are they so silent? What, what do you have in your closet? Are you connected? You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. Uh, as gun owners, we all want safety and security for our family. But as responsible Americans, if you're going to arm yourself, you need to know that that's more than just owning a gun. You have to know how to safely store, shoot, carry your weapon. The USCCA membership brings you the uh, industry-leading education, training, and, this is really important, at least to me, the trusted legal protection that you need to protect your family with confidence. Hundreds of thousands of gun owners have used the U.S. Concealed Carry Association to transform themselves into a community of responsibly uh, armed Americans are looking for you to join. I join. It's uh, it is the USCCA. You want to join this. Here's why I pull the trigger. I know attorneys are a part of my life for the next five years. You need to have the protection uh, that the USCCA provides. Now, they're giving away 19 free guns. So what type of gun is it? It's one of the most popular double-action pistols in the world today. It's the gun of choice for law enforcement officers, civilians, and our military. What gun is it? Text the word BECK87222, and it'll reveal the identity of the gun and get you your 19 free chances. There you go. Plus, joinblazetv.com slash Glenn. You've heard we really need your support to make these investigations possible. Use the promo code Glenn. You know the, I don't know, who's the biggest fraud that is out there. You know, the, the, the reason why Donald Trump won, in my opinion, is, well, A, Hillary Clinton was just horrible. 
just horrible. Yes, the thing. it has to be the worst major party nominee ever. Yeah, well, they might be. Well, up until that point, twenty twenty might be, and uh, maybe worse. Yeah, maybe worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the reason why he won is because he was um, authentic in his own way. You know, he likes big gold gaudy things. He doesn't mind being seen with big gold gaudy things. And uh, he's like, yeah, I like hot women. I married a few. Look at them. Ah, they're hot. <laughs> I mean, so he's authentically him, mm-hmm. even in the things that are not real. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, you know, my woman started to look a little saggy. So uh, we put some, uh, you know, lift in her bazoombas. What? I remember that speech. It was, yeah, a, right. it was an impactful moment of the I campaign. I mean, but that's an author. You're, while you're while you're you know saying, "Hey, plastic surgery," it is authentically him. And I'm not saying that. I'm just using that as an example. Right. The, okay. the bottom line is he says what he what he thinks. Correct. At the moment. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and that's what I thought was a rebound from Barack Obama. I knew Barack Obama was so slick and so perfect. That it would it would rebound and you'd get somebody like that. Yeah. The okay. buttoned up guy goes to I mean, I remember you initially talking about this theory with Chris Christie when he was coming in. Like mm-hmm. he could kind of just see that some guy who's plain spoken and, you know, his shirt's kind of untucked. And he's got gravy on his shirt. Yeah. His buttons are kind yeah. of popping out. Yeah. You see a little bit of his fat. And yeah. you're like and he's like, yep, I'm fat. And I oh jeez, I just had lunch. I got gravy on my shirt. I'm sorry about that. Listen. Here's what's going on. Right. And Trump's not that guy, but he's that he is a different version of that different version of that guy. Right. Okay. So now I don't think we're at the pendulum yet. I don't think the pendulum is now at at eight years. Maybe we'll be at the pendulum where you're going to want somebody who is just really, you know, soft spoken, a a Ben Sass type or Buddha judge. Yeah. The Buddha judge thing is is uh, is happening now, I think, based on that. I, I watched his CNN town hall. And he's getting this big spike. He's, you know, again, the polls, he's up to, you know, four or five percent. He's not a huge factor yet, but he is breaking out of that. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a field of 16 right now. We expect at least four or five more to be in this race in the next few weeks. So he's being, he's able to separate himself a little bit from that very lower tier and he's making some noise. And that is essentially his approach. He, he comes off completely as the anti Trump. He's young. He's, uh, he, he's very calm. He talks about all the details of his policies. He, he's a gay he's, guy who's like, I like Chick-fil-A, so I go eat Chick-fil-A. I love their sandwiches. Yeah. He's I a mean, yeah, center of the country kind of, uh, gay yeah. man would be the first gay president. And again, if you think, well, we shouldn't we just you know elect someone on merit? No. We should elect someone on who has the most intersectionality points. And that's, I think, the most. I think even mm-hmm. more than a Kamala Harris, who would be the first black woman who would be you know president there's more intersectionality points for first gay president i think at this point i think if that would be such a big deal the democrats want that title they want to be able to say that they ran someone uh who who was openly gay and you know again he comes off very well i mean he mm-hmm. at least in his first appearance and came bulletproof very well. because he's gay bulletproof bulletproof because there'll be a lot of people that won't listen to anything other than you know what I want to make that statement that yeah. we're not homophobic. It was it's similar with Barack Obama. Yes, it yes. really didn't matter how many times he said he wanted to bankrupt this industry or that industry. Mm-hmm. The bottom line was he was going to be the first black president. And that gave him enough votes to make it 
not even a contest. I think, honestly, even if he was white, he probably beats John McCain relatively easily. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it wasn't even a contest because there's enough people in the middle who didn't really have, don't follow these things that closely, who just wanted to make that statement. And it's, and it's a good statement, right? I mean, we, it's nice to think that we don't care about those things in the United States of America. Of course, immediately upon get, getting into office, he spent eight years telling us that's all we care about. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, was, it, it completely backfired on the people who wanted to make a statement, Correct. a positive statement about race. So it'll be interesting to see um, uh, Buttigieg, who is just a, he's a mayor from mayor Indiana. Of South Bend, yeah, Indiana. Yeah. I mean, he's a mayor. I think that actually works to his advantage. A, a soft-spoken, regular guy uh, for a, who's a mayor in uh, South Bend, Indiana, who goes and, uh, and he's the new president. He's a complete outsider. I, I think this guy should be, is worth watching because you look at Elizabeth Warren. She's done, first of all. She's absolutely done. But there's no genuine... Elizabeth Warren that you like, right? No, she's not a genuine communicator in any way. She's not Hillary Clinton, but she's close. Very close. If she's not, yeah. if she's not they as bad sisters. as Hillary Clinton. Yeah they're, yeah, they're very similar in their delivery and their inability to seem authentic in any way. Okay. So now um, let me give you Cory Booker. Cory Booker is so fake yeah and so over the top that he just will not connect now i'm not talking about policies with any of these people just are they real listen listen to cory booker um in a sit-down conversation uh with democrats in the uh, uh, audience he all of a sudden gets up out of his chair and he does this this is america we know our history this is a time to stand up to speak up, to rise up, because when we stand as Americans, when we join together and fight together and work together, no filibuster can stop us. We ushered in civil rights, women's rights, workers' rights, and in this era, if we organize again, we are going to bring a progressive agenda to this country and move it forward for everyone, no matter who's in the Senate. Mm. I mean, that is... And that's the good side of Cory Booker. I, I think that's better than his normal. Uh, oh yeah, his normal performance. Oh yeah, but that just does not strike you as authentic. It's no, just, you know what? That is the kiss of death. You start exposing that. That is the kiss of death that we saw with uh, what's his face? Remember How- Howard yeah! Dean. Howard Dean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the same kind of speech where it's not authentic. Sit down. You want it too much. Sit down. Exactly. You want it too much is such a great way to put it with Booker. Because, I I mean, the Spartacus thing was the same. It was a different... It was a different uh, tone, tone, but it was the same thing. He yeah. just wants it so badly. I'm breaking the rules. I, this is my Spartacus moment. It's just so cheesy, and you can just tell all he wants in life is to come up with like this perfect speech that's going to win all Democrats to his side so he can get this nomination. When people can sense you want it that badly, you usually don't get it. And I think that's where, uh, you know, Biden was or is authentically Joe Biden. 
Yeah, I think there's some authentic candidates in this race for them. I think, you know, we talked about Buttigieg. We talk, I think Biden is authentically Biden. And he's similar in that way you're talking about with Chris Christie, where he'll come out and he'll blurt out things that don't make any sense. And he'll say things that, that are sort of offensive. And he's going to be apologizing a lot through this yeah. campaign. Well, I mean, he's not Louis Farrakhan. No, no, no. He's not, <laughs> no I didn't say that. He's not <laughs> okay. Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. But I mean, I think uh, Bernie Sanders is authentic. You know, I do too. Again, like here's another guy who I think does not fit into that very basic politician mold where he's, you know, look, he's 147 years old. His hair's all over the place. He looks like a crazy professor. I mean, it looks like he's got a flux capacitor inside, somewhere inside of his house. He's created because he fell on a toilet in 1955. <laughs> I mean, like that's who this guy looks like. But he is, he is, look, all of a sudden things changed in, in 1960. You had this handsome, good-looking, well-spoken, Camelot kind of wow, Mm -hmm. okay, with Kennedy. Yeah. And that's what everybody's been shooting for. Who's the next Kennedy? Who's the next Robert F. Kennedy? Oh, he's so sexy. Oh, he's so beautiful. Oh, look at him. He's got his shirt off. Blah, 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 blah. And we have been looking for the Kennedy image for so long. We are now looking for the scuttle image I mean, when I think of Bernie Sanders, I think of Scuttle. You remember the seagull from, you know, Little Mermaid Mm -hmm. played by Buddy Hackett? That's who I think. I mean, I've never seen Scuttle and Bernie Sanders in the same room. (laughs) I'm not saying they're the same people, but that's what we're going for now. We are we are officially finished with the JFK good looking kind of guy. And I think that is what Beto is going for. Right. He's going for this JFK, yep. RFK look. And I don't think he is. If you look that way, I think you have to be deeper. I think you have to have deep, meaningful thoughts. You know, RFK, everybody, everybody who is a fan of JFK that I know of, they all say the same thing. But RFK was the real deal. Yeah, right. They, they like RFK better. Everybody likes RFK because he, he, he actually earned it. Where JFK was just living on his looks and his daddy's money. RFK deserved it and and earned it. And I think because we're looking for somebody so authentic now, I think to win you're going to have to earn it. And it's not by memorizing rhymes like Cory Booker just did. Yeah. I, look at the, look at this theory though on on the the pendulum real quick so jfk this perfect guy he's just this you know buttoned up everything else mm-hmm. you skip over lyndon johnson because i mean he, he wasn't elected right the next president is elected is richard nixon right like t- total opposite right of kennedy but he was the guy who lost to kennedy too he, and he was the guy that lost to kennedy so i mean even mm-hmm. even more starkly indicates that but he was like you know the guy, you think of him sweating and you think mm-hmm. of him like then there's like this that you also think of corruption, right? Like mm-hmm. all of the, with Watergate. Then you go to uh, the peanut farmer. again, Ford, not not uh, not, not counting him. You go to Carter, then peanut farmer. Then you go from just com- but it was complete incompetence. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a guy competence, right? You have a real real competence there. Some people saw that, though, as like family values and everything in that in that whole generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, George H.W. Bush largely wins because it, they, Reagan. Reagan was so successful, he couldn't lose. Mm-hmm. But then we go to the Bill Clinton guy. He's the saxophone playing, playing guy. Mm-hmm. But then he turns into the scandal guy. We need someone with honor. George W. Bush. George W. Bush comes in. 
And George W. Bush comes in, and yes, you know, the left never likes him, but the and real... He, he does the hard things that yeah. nobody really likes. Yep. I mean, all the way to TARP, he would frame that as, look, I know this is... He said it. Yep. I had to, I had to violate it to save it. The capitalist system. Yeah. yeah, right. Then you have... But remember, the other thing about Bush was stumbling over speeches all the time. Mm-hmm. He constantly couldn't get through sentences. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Mr. Perfect buttoned up guy. With Obama, he comes in, he, that's all he does, is he makes great speeches, supposedly, and he's the most buttoned-up intellectual guy you've ever seen in your entire life, the exact opposite of the way Bush was portrayed. And then Obama goes for eight years, and again, if you believe the left, how on earth does Hillary Clinton lose? This is just a handoff, because Barack Obama's presidency was so successful. Instead, the pendulum swings the other way, and you have a guy who is swearing on stage, who is, you know, who doesn't always nail every single fact. He's out there, but he, he's, he gets the people pumped up. You know, the people love him. He's out making huge rallies. It's a totally different Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, again, uh, profile of a candidate. And so, again, you know, Barack Obama won twice, right? So does it go back you know, in 2024 to a Democrat who has the exact opposite profile of Trump? Or does it happen in 2020? You, I mean, it's an interesting thing because we get sick of what we have and we go for something else. Yeah, I would say that it would, uh, it would uh, go to 2024. However... Uh, if you're just looking at based on, you know, the pendulum, the only thing you couldn't count on is that time has sped up now because everything is so intense. What used to take four or eight years now can take two or four years. Mm-hmm. And so you just you just don't know. But one thing I do know is the candidate that runs against Trump will need to be as authentic as he is. And I know people will think, oh, he's a fraud. No, no. No, he he makes no bones about who he is, how he runs his business, what he does. He does not care. And that's what America attra- was attracted to. Somebody who's like, shut up. Get the hell out of my office. They, that's what they were looking for. I'm kind of hoping that it is... Um, that it's Donald Trump, and then when we're sick of that, we go to somebody like Ben Sass, who has laid the groundwork for being that uh, guy in 2024. Just, I'm just uh, Simply Safe is our sponsor this half hour. Simply Safe, 100% committed to helping you fear less at home, 24/7. No hidden fees, no contracts. It's only $14.99 a month for monitoring. They're protecting now over three million people and businesses all over the country. It's Simply Safe. It's an amazing security comp- company that has done everything differently. They do it better. They have no contracts. So you want to, somebody to monitor your house this month, but not next month? That's fine. You just call them. No big deal. No pressure. No, I, well, I'm sorry. You have a con. No. Mm-mm. And you own the system. So you're completely in control. When you see the price of the system, and if you've ever had a, a burglar system in your home, I will tell you it's going to piss you off because you have been you've been robbed blind. While nobody has come in the, in, in the front door, the back door, the windows, You've been robbed by the security com- company, not with Simply Safe. $14.99 a month for the monitoring. You own the system, and you can right now save 10% if you just go to simplysafebeck.com. Free shipping, free returns, really simple. 10% off now at simplysafebeck.com. 
so now we have Beto. He has heard from the people, and uh, he's decided that reparations uh, does need to does need to happen. So uh, last week he was not for reparations. This week he is for reparations. And I know, you know, when you say, no, I'm really not for reparations, you know, sometimes, you know, you haven't thought it through. Right. Uh, but it's such a small little item that, you know, you can do five days later. You can go, you know what? I am for it. And yeah, totally, totally. I can see that happening. This is a guy who's an empty hand gesture. That's all he is. He is. He is a series of wildly flailing hand gestures and with that's no it. substance behind There's it. There's an empty suit. There's nothing. He's a vapor. He has no idea who he is. He's a little like AOC. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they're almost puppets. They're just, I'll, I'll do, what do you want me to say? I'll go do that. And people are worried about getting too close to the hands of Joe Biden. Don't get near the, the hands of Beto, man. Those things flail around. You can get knocked on your ass. It's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn 